Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sermons, where we seek Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about eternal security, also known as once saved, always saved. It's a very deep topic. Um, Well, there are a few point of views on it. You know, there are some positives, there's some negatives. Um, There's probably some in between as well, too. But it's a subject that's been discussed for many, many generations, centuries, centuries. going to dedicate a podcast series to this topic. I'm going to try and make it as exhaustive as possible. So um, joining us today will be Rich uh, Miller. Um, Actually, his mother probably would call him Richard. Richard Miller. So uh, hey, welcome to the show, Rich. I'm doing great, Chris. Doing great. How are you, buddy? Hey, man, I'm doing great. You know, living the dream of being a podcaster. Uh, some days I feel like I'm a good podcaster. Other days I don't feel such a good podcaster. So I'm going to try and step up for you today, bro. And um, today, uh, before we even get too far into it, into the topic, how about you just tell us a little something about yourself? Uh, you know, how are you active in the ministry? Well, um, my wife and I, uh, we started a church about six years ago, um, and actually, we kind of stopped having the traditional weekly services about two years ago, And but God's kind of taken us back in that direction. Right now, we do this daily devotional we post on Instagram and Facebook, but we've, we've always continued having, like, we do counseling, marriage counseling, individual Bible studies, and stuff like that, so we're still, you know, very active. And there are a few charity things that we try to support and help with too. But um, it, it's really cool though, because it's a, it's just a daily walk with God, man, just trying to get closer and do better. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, so without further delay, I mean, we're going to have a lot of questions. At least I have a lot of questions for you. So um the first topic is eternal security. And actually, that's the only topic, but there's going to be so many branches to this topic. So with eternal security, um, once saved, always saved, you know, the question that comes up is, can a Christian lose their salvation? Um, yes, no, other, neither. <laughs> Where do you fall? Um, I think it's Okay, I think it's a yes, but I think it's a really messy yes. You okay. Know what I mean, I don't think yeah. it's I don't think it's like just cut and dry. Yeah. Um, with with the way it's phrased. Hey, guess what? I'm gonna give you as many opportunities to uh, expound upon your messy yes, <laughs> which is all good. <laughs> I I completely understand where you're coming from with that. So I'm gonna ask you a whole bunch of questions and even some uh, Bible scriptures that will help the listeners to understand uh, the wisdom, your point of view, um, on the topic of eternal security. So, um, so as far as like, um, can a Christian lose their salvation? All right, let's, let's just go ahead and assume that the answer is yes, even though it might be messy. Let's consider it a bad handwriting. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, let's, let's just start with some baseline question here. What is a Christian to you or who is a Christian to you? Well, so to me, a Christian is somebody who has repented and turned to God turned to Jesus specifically. Um, the Bible says in Romans 10, says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So that's kind of like the, the starting point uh, for being a Christian is, is to do those. I mean, confess that Jesus is Lord. I mean, Lord means, you know, he's, he's the boss, he's the king, you know? Right. So if, 
and and to me it's 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 more of a relationship than just like a standard set of uh you know don't do this do that type of things there's lots of things that are don't do this don't do that or do this so but what separates christianity or what makes somebody a christian is jesus i mean jesus is the difference right and knowing him is what it's all about right right definitely i can agree with you more on that one um and then when it comes to eternal security um once saved always saved what's your understanding of i guess that i don't know doctrine so so here's the thing i think that i think the idea because when we say once saved, always saved, where we immediately jump is, um, okay, so that means that I can sin and God doesn't care because I'm already in, you know, I already made it in the building. Uh, God let me in the door and he's never going to kick me out. I'm good to go. So I can do whatever I want and I'm eternally secure. I don't have to worry about going to hell anymore. Right. And I, I, so it's, it's almost like it's, it's um, advertised as this, this, um, uh, this ability to sin without consequence, mm. right? Yeah. And that, and, and that, I think, is to even have that understanding of God's grace that you can, that the idea that God's grace is something that allows you to sin and get away with it is a, is a misunderstanding of what God's grace is and what it what it does. God's grace doesn't say, hey, you messed up and that's okay. Go mess up some more. I'm all cool with it. Right. I mean, th- God's grace humbles you. The idea that I could fall so much, that I could mess up so much, I could sin so deeply, and this perfect eternal being mm. chooses to take the payment for my wrongdoing that doesn't make me okay with doing more wrong yeah you know what i mean right right like that it's like okay if i cheat on my taxes my friend gets shot in the face but i don't get in any trouble with it i mean that that's terrible i don't want my friend to be shot right yeah, right it's not that's not going to make me want to want want to do it more right it, understanding the grace of god it, it humbles you it makes you it breaks you it right. actually breaks you right right so I, I think that whole idea is just it's it's kind of a a misunderstanding of what grace is right totally understand you on that one so um the next question is if a person cannot do good works to obtain salvation how can that person do bad works to lose it so I don't know. See, that's that's not necessarily what I think. Okay. Like, I don't yeah. Think... Feel free to raise rephrase the question too. Well, so I I I think when you start being a Christian, you, you have this worry. Am I am I going to sin? I got to find out what the sins are so I make sure I don't do any of them. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to accidentally grieve the spirit of God. Right. But the thing is, the thing is, I don't think you can accidentally sin. Okay. I, 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 I don't think you can, meaning I don't think you can accidentally lose your salvation. I don't think you can just not measure up or not be good enough. To me, what I think happens is you can choose to walk away from God. You can say enough's enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. The Bible talks about um, the, the parable of the sower where the seed falls in different places. And there's one person where it says 
when they hear the word, they're happy, but the, the, the worries of life choke them out. Right. Right. And, and I think that happens an awful lot. We get to a place where we're sold, we're sold, Hey, God will fix everything in your life and make everything better. And then when life's still hard as a Christian, you're like, well, what's the point then? Yeah. So if, if, if in your mind, God is this cosmic sugar daddy and, and, and the, the sugar bowl is empty now, yeah, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it'll mess with your faith. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? Speaking of messing with faith, I mean, should, the next question would be, should a Christian be paranoid about sin, though? I mean, you know, there's going to be times where a Christian, after accepting salvation, you know, somehow there's going to be some sort of sin uh, that enters into their lives or they commit a sin, um, you know, and perhaps, you know, there are some who will feel real depressed and maybe even feel unforgiveness or something like that. Um, should a Christian, should a Christian be paranoid about sin? I don't think so. I think, I think as, as a, as an immature baby Christian, I think that would be a natural thing though. And it would almost be healthy to, to, to have that worry of, man, I hope I don't sin. But yeah. as you grow closer to God, like, um, you, you don't have to worry about accidentally sinning because you have a relationship with him and it's ongoing. I want to do well for God. I, I yeah. want to honor the Lord. I want to please the Lord. Yeah. So sinning's not not on my list of things I want to do. That doesn't mean I don't sin. I mess up, right? Right. I, 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 I do mess up. Oh, yeah. But I know the feeling. If, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Everybody does, right? Right. <laughs> But I think I think you don't have to worry about sinning. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to sin. And it doesn't mean God's not going to correct you. There are going to be times where you might be disregarding something the Lord is telling you for, for an extended period of time. And he just keeps bringing you back around to it. He keeps bringing you around that mountain until you get the point. And you're like, okay, I'll deal with this issue in my faith now, Lord. Forgive me for waiting so long. Right. You know, and I, I just I think that the, the the idea of being paranoid about it, it's a little too, I don't know, like you have. Now, I will say this. You should be conscious of it. Yeah. The Bible warns of sin so much. Sin, when it's fully grown, is death. Yeah. Right? So you, you you can't think, OK, I can just keep this little little chunk of darkness in my life and it's going to be OK. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'll just keep it hidden over here and nobody ever has to know and God's going to be OK with it because I'm forgiven. But I mean, it doesn't ever just give you that little chunk. It grows. Yeah. And it wants to take over. Yeah. And, you know, you you said something very interesting, which sparks this question. Um, what's the difference between sin and iniquity? Is there a difference? I, I mean, I'd have to do a search for that. I don't I mean, yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. I can't remember if there's a. A specific difference in what those words are translated from. I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head. I, mean, I probably should be able to, but oh no, no, that's good. I mean, this was from left field. I mean, because uh, this came, this is something that I pondered about while doing my preparation for uh, this podcast. Um, and my understanding of sin and iniquity, and I encourage the listeners to look this up and you know even correct me. But my understanding of sin, you know, the difference between sin and iniquity is that iniquity is um, sort of starts to justify sin. 
you know, it's basically mm-hmm. almost calling out God and saying, hey, guess what, God, um, you you calling it sin. Let's update that. <laughs> you know, huh. Let, huh. Let, you know, your judgment is no longer pure. Um, I don't see this as a sin anymore. And you commit to that. Mm. And then all of a sudden that sin no longer is you're no longer sinning because of self-righteousness and because of self-judgment, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So that's how I start to see the difference between sin and iniquity, where you're starting to clash against God's judgment. You're now starting to clash with the nature of God's glory um, mm. um, by, um, by uh, I don't know, uh, basically calling his commands a lie or starting to call a particular command a lie. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So that, that, that. That's interesting. That yeah, so that's my understanding of the difference between sin and iniquity because I think you alluded to that um, where you were talking about how sin can sort of mature and progress and you know mm-hmm. and so forth and uh, mature into a more powerful impact on uh, a person's life. You know whether they're a Christian or or they never was a Christian. <laughs> that that's part <laughs> of the debate, of course. Um, right. So yeah, so that that that's just my little two cents on it. Uh, for the listeners, you're probably not going to hear too much of my voice after this one, okay? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so you know, we just wrapped up the question on uh, should a Christian be paranoid about sin? You know, and um, you know, and I think your answer is no. You shouldn't be paranoid about sin, which I think contributes to sort of the the messiness of the yes, where uh, right. it sounds like you're embracing eternal security, at least for this particular question. You know what I mean? But correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to do a straw man either. Well, I don't think I don't. I, I have struggled in my walk with God so yeah. much with yeah. trying to be good enough. Yeah. And 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 relying on my goodness at times and then having to be face to face with how far off I truly am. Yeah. You know? And so when I put my my sense of peace, my peace of mind, my 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 faith and my actions or my ability to maintain my own holiness yeah i fall short every time yeah uh, i fall short every time i mean yeah and the bible is filled with uh people who have fallen short of god's glory um uh, and if we were to jump back to the old testament um this is before jesus died on the cross and resurrected so i i hope this is a relevant question but did David, King David, King Solomon, um, did they ever lose salvation? See, I don't, I, I, I don't know that. I don't, I don't know how pre-Jesus salvation would work. You know right? what? That's a good point. Maybe if I can ask a preliminary question, then um, after the resurrection, how would you define salvation? Well, again, I, I'd go back to I just try to keep going back to the scripture, right? Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, God is raising from the dead. You will be saved. And I think I think even even before Jesus dies on the cross, the the story of the the two the two thieves on the cross with Jesus gives us an incredible representation of that played out right 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 there. So 
the one thief says, hey, um, you're, you're supposed to be God or something. Why don't, why don't you just save yourself? Right. And then the other thief corrects him, says, this man has done nothing wrong. We are receiving the results of our actions. Like we're getting what we deserve for the wrong that we've done. And he looks at Jesus and he says, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Right. And then, and then Jesus tells him today, you will be with me in paradise. So what do we see here? We, We see the second guy, the first guy is only concerned with his physical temporal well-being in the moment. Hey, you could just save us right now if you wanted to. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we do the same thing. If God's real, how come he didn't save my mom or or my dad or how come I lost my job? If God's real, why is there anything even bad? So yeah. we take this eternal magnificent God and we shove him in our little temporal box. Right? right? But but look at what the uh the other thief does. The other thief says, "Hey, <laughs> we've messed up. We're getting what we deserve. There's repentance right there, right? He's like, I have done wrong. And he he literally turns to Jesus, like physically turns to him, right? But, But look at what he says. He says, remember me when you come into your kingdom. So he's confessing Jesus as Lord. He's con when you come into your kingdom, he's got to be a king if he's coming into his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he's believing clearly that this is not the end for Jesus, right? Right. So it's a little speculative. I understand that. But you kind of see that example, confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, Mm -hmm. and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. So it's and that and that's not just saying the words or going through the motions. It means Jesus is Lord. Yeah. He is Lord, yeah. and I know he's eternal. Yeah. Now, if he's eternal, you know, after the resurrection, I would imagine he's also eternal before the resurrection. Yes. Uh, which leads us to the Old Testament. And I guess that brings us to the question again, did David or Solomon ever lose salvation? So so I don't know. Their lives took took different turns, right? David... David did his messing up like like right a little early on, you know, he messed sure. up. He yeah. he made his fair share of mistakes and yes. yet in spite of his mistakes, the Bible says that that David was a man after God's own heart and he, and it says he fulfilled his 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 purpose on earth. Yeah. I mean, and it's incredible. I mean, are you are you alluding to God being a god of Break up to make up? Is that the type of relationship that he uh, seeks from no, us? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I don't think I don't think God ever wants us to sin, but I think yeah. I think He knows that we're going to. Yeah, and I think His grace is big enough to handle any sins that we're we're going to commit. Mm. Um, but I don't I I don't think that. See, so I my my long short of it is i don't know right i don't know the answer to whether or not david or solomon lost salvation because david what david did constantly was repent and turn to the lord yeah like every time he messed up yeah he with an honest heart turned back to the lord solomon starts out really good sure yeah but but he he kind (laughs) of he goes off (laughs) 
the deep end at the end there, right? Yeah, he, he does what young men do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Yes, yes. Not all young men, of course, but young men Not can understand. Men. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This concludes another episode of Beyond Sermons, where we seek Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support, please visit beyondsermons.com to rate and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. God bless and be blessed to be a blessing.